0: Welcome to Planet Surgery, a medical podcast by Baxter Advanced Surgery Team.
1: Hello everyone, and welcome to the podcast series of Baxter: insights into the world of surgeons, surgery, and perioptic practitioners across Europe. My name is Iris Kai Leinhase, and I'm the medical manager for Advanced Surgery, Benelux and Germany at Baxter. Today I have the pleasure to interview Dr. Stefan Novak. At Baxter, our vision is to be a global innovative leader in the operating room, providing solutions that improve patients' outcome and enhance lives. Baxter Podcast Series Program is a new way for you to hear from colleagues across the world. In this episode, I like to welcome Dr. Stefan Novak, who is a neurosurgeon. Working in the Clinic of Neurosurgery at the University of Medicine Greifswald in Germany since 2016. Dr. Novak has a particular interest in CSF leakage prevention in neuro and spine surgery. Today, he will share his clinical experience with sealing in cranial neurosurgery using coated patches. Welcome, Dr. Novak, and thank you for giving us the opportunity. To share your clinical experience with us.
0: Thank you for your invitation.
1: My first question to you, Dr. Novak, is about your opinion. Is watertight dura closure always necessary after performing intradural cranial or spinal surgery and procedures?
0: Well, in my opinion, it is really important to achieve a watertight dura closure, especially in spinal but also in cranial procedures. The risk of having Surgical site infections with open dura and uh, spinal leakage or cerebrospinal fluid leakage, cranial is relatively high. You can see that in some studies, especially in the study from Kinachi from 2018, I think, that the risk is relatively high if you have this leakage. Um, on the other hand, if you have cranial procedures, there's still a debate in the Neurosurgical Society if it is really important to achieve a directly watertight suture. So that BART, for example, in 2008 could show that a stitching of the dura just to leave the dura principally open versus a really watertight dual closure does not mean such a difference uh, in dependence on watertight dural uh, fistulas or wound infections.
1: Thank you very much for this insight. Given the biomechanical characteristics of the DURA, what do you consider the challenge for a watertight DURA closure? And what could this mean for your patient, Dr. Novak?
0: Well, I think the challenge to achieve a really watertight DURA closure depends on the biomechanical characteristics of the DURA. One of the most challenging things is to achieve a directly watertight suture, because even the pinholes of the suture can lead to a leak. And the dura is not really elastic. It's relatively stiff. So it is really difficult to achieve a directly approach of both dural ends together. And the other hand is that in the older patients, the dura is pretty fragile, relatively thin. So the danger is relatively high to achieve with too much force or tension on the sutures, um, big stitches for for, for the the needles and for the suture material. And on the other hand, if you have a prolonged surgical procedure, the dura may also shrink because it loses its water. And then you have a real problem to achieve a direct contact of both dural leaflets.
1: According to your experience, What is the state of art for watertight dual
0: closure at this moment? Well, I think still the state of the art is to achieve a watertight dual closure best achieved with patient's own material. Let's say gallia, if you have some parts still open or if you have some holes, then you can make muscle patch plastics. That would be still the state of the art. If you cannot achieve that, then you have to use one of the newer materials to achieve this closure if you have small holes as we said in the question before you should use a patch to get this onto your suture to uh, get the uh, pin points of your suture tight watertight and if you have bigger holes left then you could see that also in this study by Shibash in 2019 if it's over three millimeter I think it could also be a bit bigger, then you should leave um, Dura material for a a substitute, because these patches are not a real Dura substitute, but more um, material to get the Dura really watertight closed as some kind of a sticking glue.
1: Very interesting. Thank you, Dr. Novak. Can you think of an alternative to the classical Dura closure techniques? consisting of restructuring uh, the two sides uh, of the incised dura?
0: Well, in consideration of the questions we had in before, we have to say that the best materials, of course, the patient's own, but if you cannot achieve to get this, for example, you do not have muscle because you have a high frontal procedure, or you do not have gallia because it's um, all scar tissue because of re Then you have to think about alternatives. And here, the newer techniques with this new fleece-bound patches, or if the hole is too big, then you could use um, dura material. The difference between those techniques is that you have with the patches, fibrin glue patches, and you have protein-based patches which you can use. And also here you have different types of techniques how you can achieve a perfect dural watertight closure to avoid also the valve mechanism for CSF leakage. For example, a patch plastic with patches to get the patches under the dural and then get some kind of onlay material. And onto that, you can also lay another part of patches to seal the Dura watertight. You could try to stuff these patches under the bone, but above the Dura. Or if this is not possible because you have Dura tears which go directly under the bone, you could also try to get a watertight patch plastic by sticking the ends of the patch onto the bone. But always, which you have to remember is that you have to be away from your open dura for at least one centimeter, so that there's enough material where the can which can stick to the bone or to the dura.
1: May I ask you about your clinical practice, Dr. Nova? Do you favor a kind of coated patch for example, a polyethylene glycol-coated patch or a fibrin-coated patch.
0: In our and- clinical institute, we favor the peck-coated patches because we feel that the sticking possibilities of these patches are way more higher than the fibrin-coated patches, especially in a controlled surgical environment where you can achieve um the sticking possibilities as high as you want because you could make the environment into your favor. so example for the pack coated patches you can make a small layer of blood onto the dura and then stick the patch onto it or try because you have it <laughs> a bit of cerebrospinal fluid on it press it on and then try to be like two minutes so that it really can stick to your dura. And on the other hand, if you do not have both possibilities, you could also use bicarbonate to achieve a better sticking possibility of this patch. And we also tried to to see our results with a study. And we brought out two studies comparing, one, the patch just as um, clinical application observation. And on the other hand, we could also, and this is a new study coming out this year, the fleece-bound fibrin patches um, together versus these is patches, and we could achieve a better CSF fistula rate with the pack patches from 1.4% versus the fibrin patches around 6.4%. And that is why we favor the pack patches. On the other hand, there are some environmental conditions where you do not want to have the pack patches from our point of view. And this is especially for spinal procedures where you have a lot of cerebrospinal fluid coming out. And that's where we feel that the pack patches cannot perfectly achieve this bonding because there's too much cerebrospinal fluid in the environment. And there, we favor the fibrin patches. And on the other hand, if you have special techniques like the sandwich technique, so you do get the patch under the dura, but with a sticking surface towards the dura and not to the brain. And onto that, you get this um, patch again outside of the dura, again, with the sticking surface to the dura. And in this kind of environment, you have, again, a lot of leak water, And there, we also do not favor the pe- patches, but the fibrin patches.
1: Thank you very much for this very valuable um, explanation of the different approaches uh, with the coated patches. And in conclusion, Dr. Nowak, what is your perspective for the future regarding dura sealing in uro and
0: spine surgery? Well, I think the techniques for dual closure are already well defined. Technical substitutes like glue, spray and artificial dura and also the fleece bound patches are well developed nowadays. But I think the next step is to refine the products available with fast and better sticking properties and also with better biocompatibility. And what I think is really, really important nowadays is to see which type of technique and which type of patch is better in the sense of the surgical procedure undertaken. For example, if you have the posterior fossa, which patch would you prefer? A fibrin patch or a peck patch, for example? And I think really important, are here newer studies which are prospective, randomized with a good cohort number, so that we can really see which patch is best for the situation the surgeon is facing. And that would be the next step, in my opinion.
1: Again, thank you very much, Dr. Novak, for this valuable interview and for sharing your clinical experiences with dura sealing and cranial neurosurgery and the reduction of CSF leakage with us. And to the audience, please contact us for any feedback or questions. And if you want to be our next speaker, by clicking on the Contact Us button on this website. Thank you very much for listening. And don't forget to come back in two weeks' time to listen to our new episode.